98.5 The Bull with Tig and Good Morning Daniel. Over the weekend, I was at the uh, BOK Center for the Zach Bryan Show, and uh, one of the ushers there at the BOK Center was like, hey, I, I see your commercials on television. I was like, oh, you know, do you listen in the morning? He's like, no. Yeah. It's like, I don't listen to the radio. Why is this the only profession in the world where you tell somebody what you do for a living, they go, nah, I don't like that. Yeah, it is. Um, like, if I owned a restaurant, and Daniel, you didn't like my food. All right, so let's act this out. Mm -hmm. uh, you asked me, what restaurant do I run? What restaurant do you run? I, I run Big T's Hot Dogs. Oh, I don't like that. I don't eat that at all. You would never say that. What you would say is, hey, I run Big T's Hot Dogs, and you'd say... Oh, man, that sounds good. Yeah. You know, you don't have to lie. Don't, don't say you listen, but you don't have to be like, nah, I just don't listen to the radio. But people do say that to you. Do you remember one time earlier on in our career, I about lost my mind because I looked up, we were at some event, and I looked up, and there was a lady walking across a field. And it must have taken her th three minutes to get there. She walked from what must have been 600 yards away. And as she got closer, she goes, hey, I don't listen to y'all. You're too silly. <laughs> and I go, you walked across a field? <laughs> tell me to come over here to tell us that? Yeah. Do you not get upset about this? No, it doesn't bother me. Uh, because, dude... If you're going to be in even in our small little public eye, not everybody's going to like you. Well, don't go out of your way to be mean to me. Well, that's a good point. I mean, they, they shouldn't do that so much. But it hurts Daniel's feelings. And if somebody gets on us on Facebook, Daniel starts writing them back. And, you know, he but gets you, all bent you, out But of you shape. think it's better to just take it? Yeah, why? I like to de-escalate. You like to escalate. No, no, no. no. I cuss them out. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's well, always I a mean, de You're just like, thank you. I don't <laughs> no. do all that. I don't do like that thing on Facebook when people get into an argument. And they're like, you have a good day, sir. Ain't none of that. <laughs> you want to keep fighting? Well, yeah, or just stop talking. I'm not going to wish somebody I'm mad at a good day. You're the kind of guy that's like, good day to you, sir. <laughs> I've seen you do it before. I have. When I'm t done with an argument, I'm like, you have a good night now. Mm -hmm. And that drives them, them crazy. Like, you got to cuss them out. They, don't like, they really don't like it when you tell them to go to bed, though. Well, they don't mind at all. <laughs> you call them a few cusses, they really don't like that. All right, so next time anybody sees Daniel, tell them, just pretend and say you heard him on the yeah, radio. Yeah, cuss out people a little more, okay? Okay, that's good policy. 98.5 The Bull, good morning, Daniel. Ty, do you guys use Uber Eats or you Door Dashers? Man, I don't actually know the answer to that question. Um, but I guess both, maybe. However, uh, I will say that we've tried to get out of that habit. I, um, for some reason, well, now I'm going to talk really good about it. For some reason, they keep giving me these promos for like 40% off, where it almost makes more sense for me to Uber eat something than actually go to the place. Do you not get these 40% offs all the time? No, I don't have any of the apps. So, but are they, are they struggling and they're trying to get you back? I don't know. What is going but on? They are begging me. They send me, I've got about three in my uh, account. They, they ask me to order from grocery stores and give me 40% off. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if everybody was getting these or just me or, or what's going on. Who does that hurt? Does that hurt the driver? Are they having to take that discount or is just the the mothership company I think Uber the Eats taking that? Mothership hit? company because they still, when you get ready to tip, they give you the option to tip on the undiscounted uh, amount. So the driver's still getting oh, their fair share. Oh, I see. Share. So I got you. So you're you're tipping on the full amount, not paying mm -hmm. the full amount. Yeah, I got like an entire face from Outback yesterday for like 20 bucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> $20? Uh, I will say that I'm ashamed because we have a McDonald's probably, I don't know, five-minute drive. And every now and then... No, y'all don't. Y'all overeats McDonald's, man? We have. And it's pathetic because it's only five minutes away, but we're just sitting on the couch like, oh, let's get it delivered. You live 100 yards from Sonic. I do. 
Oh, I don't Uber oh, eat Sonic. Boy, which, y'all are bad. I could throw a baseball and hit Sonic. You could, yeah. <laughs> you could throw uh, one just a little bit farther and hit Brahms. And y'all, Uber eats McDonald's? We did before. McDonald's delivery can't be good. Uh, I didn't have a problem with the pro- The real problem is, is that whatever it costs, let's say it would have cost $18 for us to eat. It's now 32 and then you got to add a tip, and it was ridiculous. And we're getting out of that habit. All right. I'm trying to be economical. You know, save money y'all for the probably, future. You're probably Uber eating stuff from your own kitchen. <laughs> yeah, look, <laughs> I need cinnamon. That's Chris Stapleton. It's called White Horse. 98.5 The Bull with Tying and Daniel. I have a nuclear option when it comes to me and Daniel because we are friends. We've been friends for, I don't know, 20 years or so. Before we even had a radio show together, we were buddying around and stuff. And um, and sometimes as a coworker, I'll ask Daniel for favors. And then he'll go, nah, I ain't doing that no matter what. But then my nuclear button is, I'll say, as your friend, will you do this? And then you have a hard time saying no at that point, right? I mean, that's probably your, yeah, that's the major. Like, I don't use it often. I don't hit that button often. I will, as a coworker, sometimes say, hey, could you do this? And you're like, nah, I ain't doing that. But then if I stick with it and then finally hit the nuclear button and say, as my friend, can you do it for me? Then you feel more obligated and you end up doing it, Yes. Right? I'm not going to use that this morning. However, I want you to think about something. And I'm serious about this. It's not a joke. But I need kind of a favor from you. And I'm not going to hit the friend nuclear button yet. What's the favor? And it's a huge favor. What is it? And it's a continuous favor. Why, why, I thought we were best friends. Why do you even need to think about doing something for Because you're, you're building this up too much that I'm probably going to say no. I'm feeling like a no already. <laughs> Before I've even asked. Well, yeah, because you're. It, okay. it sounds like it's well, too much. Well, it is a big one. What is it? I'll give you that. I get some texts from uh, some folks that my little boy goes to school with, and they all want to put together a fall baseball team. No, I'm not coaching or anything of the sort. <laughs> Dude, you don't. You won't be head coach. I won't be any type of coach because I don't do... even know how to like play baseball. I know, but all you have to do is, do you know how to read a list? No. Do you know how Not to read, happening. like, an order of batters? I wouldn't even be able to keep the score. Uh, first of all, you I, don't have to. I go to these baseball games sometimes with you guys. There's about 50 of them. Yeah. It's you only a, have six, seven a week. It's quite a commitment. Absolutely not. No way. Dude, There's no chance. All we're looking for, we don't have enough coaches, and it's like fall baseball, so it's not as popular as spring baseball. Mm-hmm. So less people are coming out to volunteer. And I, I think I'm going to have to end up coaching at some level. Um, other dads are, and moms are volunteering. But we really need somebody to watch the dugout. And all you have to do is be in the dugout with the kids and make sure they don't kill each other with bats Mm-mm. and make sure the kid who's up to bat knows it's his turn. Can't do it. Won't do what it. What do you mean can't do it? You said I, you don't understand baseball, but you understand how to, like, tell kids, oh, it's your turn. I've watched them in the dugout before. They get so bored, they start swinging that bat around no matter what happens. And I've seen several near misses where a kid almost gets his head taken off just by another kid doing a, pra- a practice swing. Also, too many baseball games. That's why we need you, Mm-mm. to keep the kids safe. You don't care about the kids. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't even imagine. So I'm not going to bring out the as your friend thing, but I want you to think about this. Okay, I've thought about and it. And I might have the to. The answer is no. I might have to invoke as my friend. Well, you got to invoke that with your wife. Why don't you want your wife should help you coach? I made you my How about a husband co- and a wife coach? That would be great. I wouldn't. No, you know, to, they would never get, holler you know, at me and stuff. They would never get frustrated at each other. <laughs> you never do. You never see that, do you, husband and wife coach? I don't see it. 
This could be a first. I'm sure it exists. This but, could um, be a first. They could make a movie about she'd it. She'd scream at me and things. Mm-hmm. She'd get frustrated. Um, but I'll I'll consider. I need you to consider it for a couple of days. And I've, then I'm going to come in. If you say no, I'm going to have to do the as my friend thing. I don't even think I would do it for that. What? Mm-mm. I made you my son's godfather. That's, thank you. But, this uh, is a true story. One time I told Daniel when my wife was pregnant, I said, we've talked about it. We want you to be our son's godfather. Then I kind of had to take it back. And Daniel got so upset. Well, then he calls me after he like names me godfather. Then he calls me and goes, uh, hey, man, uh, you mind if we take that godfather label? I was like, yeah, I think that would hurt my feeling. And then so we gave it to you back. Or gave it back to you, and now you won't even go run a dugout for me. Correct. You are a jackie. Get your wife out there. I'm sure she's just dying to spend more time with me. Get Officer Chris, who calls in all the time. He'll go do it. <laughs> yeah, he could. I bet those kids will listen to him. Yeah, that's He's a about big guy, seven yeah. foot tall, doesn't mess around. All right, so tomorrow I'll ask you as a friend. And Think I will tell you no as a friend. Coming up. Um, as as my friend, don't ask me again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Still to go, uh, Russell Dickerson's coming to the Rivers Spirit Casino Resort. And me and Daniel want to pay for your hotel and dinner there with the Tiger and Daniel Party Co. Pass. That's at 740 on 98.5 The, 98.5 the Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, when we were growing up, Tiger, all the celebrity shelves were ex- uh, extremely nice. The celebrity chefs, I should say, right? Remember that uh, Julia Child was really nice, had that weird voice. And, uh, Chef Boyardee. Uh, yeah, Chef Boyardee's very friendly face. Do you remember that Cajun guy? I think his name is Justin Wilson. Like, he's like, I guarantee. Yeah. He poured wine in there. And I wonder if people around here watched Justin Wilson or whatever his name was. But in, anyway, that also that guy that went, bam, Emiro. All the chefs were super nice. Pioneer Woman. Well, like, the only mean chef that I know of who I find endlessly entertaining is that Gordon Ramsay. You know that guy, that mean British guy, he calls people Dyke Donkey and stuff like that. He's like, a pig! <laughs> yeah. uh, he is opening up a restaurant in Oklahoma City. We've got to go check this out. Oh, really? Will mm-hmm. he come there? I um, Come on. You don't think he'll come for like the yeah, ribbon cutting or something? He's moving to Oklahoma City now for this restaurant. They, they've got them all over, and I looked at some of the menus, and it sounds like some of the stuff you would actually like. Like, you like uh, Beef Wellington, don't you? Yeah, that's good stuff. $62 for this. Ooh. <laughs> How about a uh, 24 ounce bone in ribeye? Mm-hmm. $88. So what how does he's it work? The, okay, so he's the chef, right? But well, he's, but not, he's not cooking the food, so how it's not like I'm he getting He designs his food. the menu and it's just his name on the menu. Yeah, that's what I'm going to ask. Does he actually have anything to do with the restaurant or do they just pay him to use his name and put the sign up? I would imagine he develops the menu and has, you know. Does he teach the people how to cook? Don't I doubt it. I don't think he'll ever come there. Maybe once or twice he'll come there, but... But then what? how are we really... What's his name again? Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Then we're not really getting Gordon Ramsay's food if he's not cooking it. This is why it's hard to have a conversation with you. I'm like, Gordon Ramsay's uh, going to open up a restaurant in Oklahoma City. We should go check it out. And then you're like, cool, is he, you know, he going to live there? Is he going to live in the restaurant? But I would like to eat something cooked by Gordon Ramsay. I not bet by you would, but I, I don't think that he's going to be cooking in there. All right. So it's just a restaurant, basically. Would you rather have a meal cooked by Gordon Ramsay, or would you rather be called a donkey or a pig or all that? Would you rather be cussed out by him? Dude, if that guy called me a donkey, it would be all I talked about for the rest of my life. I'd be like, what an honor. What a badge of honor that to would be, be called a, a donkey. Wow. By the celebrity, right? Who do you think is uh, more toxic or with all this screaming? Do you think Gordon Ramsay, who's very mean to people, or do you think that guy from Bar Rescue, John Taffer, that comes in and yells at everybody? John Taffer is like a bar expert, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, what is that show he's got? It's called Bar, bar Rescue. Bar Rescue. Yeah. 
I mean, they've got this thing down to such a science. Every episode is exactly the same. He sends in spies. He gets angry. He goes in there, starts screaming at the staff. Some people get fired, and then they have, like, at the end of the show, they all get along. Right. In your opinion, who is meaner, Gordon Ramsay or John Tafford? I think John Taffer is worse. I think so, too. Like, yeah, he, it's almost funny if somebody's like, you pig, you donkey. But that other guy's like, really? He'll, in your he'll face. like come after you and your kids. He's Personally, like, yeah. You're a parent. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, your family's going to starve to death. <laughs> so, a lot of schools are starting today. Some have already started previously. And uh, Tulsa Public Schools, uh, you know, there's a lot of controversy going on with that. But they, they all start tomorrow, Tulsa Public Schools. I can't believe your little son hasn't requested to do something on his very last day, like a big hurrah. Well, we went and played golf yesterday together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, so, not, that's not the last day, though. Today's the day. Well, don't give him any ideas. I'm today, trying to take gotta, it easy. Buddy, you got to roll out that red carpet today. <laughs> no, buddy. I ain't doing that, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. He's had a red carpet of summer. Got to roll it right on out. Uh, he did. He has come up to uh, work with us here. And uh, I, I miss when he was very little. He would couldn't wait to come over here and get on the... Uh, microphones with us and record some action as he calls it and now he's over there playing his ipad he had no idea we're right on uh, the radio right now entertaining america he's just over there playing his baseball game he wanted to come to work and maybe this is his last hurrah he wanted to come into work to play can i come into work with you tomorrow and i go dude well i got to get up at you know it's dark and he said i thought for sure i'd wake him up this morning and he go that's crazy i'm going back to bed he hops out of bed comes right up here so he just likes to sit in here and play in his iPad? I guess so. <laughs> he just wants to be around us. We're on the air now, Mac. I'm, you're, you're on the air. Well, why don't you talk into the microphone and put the iPad down just for a minute while we're entertaining America. Nobody wants to hear a little kid Dude, play on his... I'm, I did not just come down here to play on my iPad. Well, we were just doing I a whole break here two sta- minutes now, and now you're finally uh, kind of waking up and seeing what's going on. I was just... I would stay home if I wanted to play on my iPad all day. Oh, that was my point exactly. I didn't even know that I was going to be on air right now. Yeah, you know why you didn't know? Why? iPad. Dude, you didn't tell me anything to get on my iPad or anything. Well, uh, Mac, I was going to ask you, um, you had a pretty good summer. You went on some trips and things like that. You must be so disappointed to have to go back to school tomorrow. Heck no. What do you mean, heck no? You want to go back to school? (laughs) Yeah. You're so much different than I was. Why do you want to? Why are you excited to go back to school? Uh, I just love learning math and stuff. Okay, well, he loves learning math and stuff. Enjoy the beatings at school. <laughs> what? I didn't think uh, anybody liked math anymore on account of that Common Core. Do they still do that? Time? I have no idea what's I going love on. Math. I okay, will say all right. that he brings some homework, <laughs> and I have to like figure out what to do. And he's, uh, you're going into what grade are you going into, Mac? Second. So he's doing first Surely grade. Surely you can help him with his second grade homework. All it is is coloring. I don't even understand <laughs> the instructions, and he has to tell me how to do the homework. It's, yeah. uh, it's very complicated now. Oh, just wait until like third or fourth grade. You're really not going to, you're not going to know any of this stuff anymore. <laughs> I used to try to help uh, Caden out with his homework. And uh, as he became older and older and older, mm-hmm. probably about <laughs> the half. Right, third grade was just nothing. I had zero idea how to help with anything ever again after that. Does your dad? Are you allowed to use calculators? Uh, no, not yet. Why not yet? I just have to like. I just have to like solve the problem with my fingers. There you go. All right, well, <laughs> he's cheating and, with his fingers. Yeah, I have. I don't have any calculator. I I I just have to use my little fingers. 
All right. Little grimy fingers. They're grimy? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Well, well, let's get him, out. Do, let's get him out of here if he's grimy. <laughs> Why? You don't, you, don't, you don't bathe? I do bathe. Just I not your fingers? I shower last night. <laughs> Ooh, dirty fingers, Rogers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you gotta take a shower tonight because mm. you got your first day of school tomorrow. I ate? Aww. All right. Are you going to go to detention on your first day or not? <laughs> well, I won't be stinky. I won't get detention if I'm stinky. What? Right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's get, hey, let's get back on that iPad, all right? <laughs> let's get back to the iPad. Please. Go <laughs> to the iPad. Russell Dickerson, your chance to stay yeah. at the River Spirit. And Daniel says uh, he'll stay with you if you want him to. Uh, if you completely win this up grand to you. Prize. If you win the grand prize, uh, I will be available to stay in the hotel room with you if you want. 740, right here. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, have you heard these AI songs, the, the artificial intelligence? Uh, you know, I think they can save humanity or something like that, and they can do surgery with uh, robots now. But uh, the only thing I've seen that's uh, been interesting to me so far is that they can take somebody's voice and put it on another song. Yeah. Um, All this uh, genius behind it, but we're just using it to, to everybody cover Everybody's terrified AI is going to get her jobs, but so far they've only done things like, I got a quick uh, clip here of uh, Frank Sinatra singing low. To the window, to the wall, until the sweat drops. <laughs> not sure if that's edited or not, so I won't go any further, but right. uh, ooh, that was a close one. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I've got so I'm going to play some songs and remember these aren't people singing this is a computer that is mimicking human voices and they put like a different voice on a song <laughs> remember that um, the song Highwayman from years ago it had uh, Chris Christopherson and Johnny Cash on it and stuff this is Spongebob doing it would you like to hear that yes play I was a highwayman along the coach roads I did ride it's all AI with sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The bastard hung me in the spring of 25 But I am still Actually, not. <laughs> it's not terrible, is it? That's a computer no, singing I enjoy it. hearing uh, cartoons cuss <laughs> All right. uh, Zach Bryan, Something in the Orange We know that song He was just here for a couple of nights Would you like to hear This is AI's idea of Kanye West singing Zach Bryan okay. Would you like to hear that? Yeah. All right, I don't know how good this is Something in the orange Tells me we're not done To you I'm just a man To me That's ye. I pause in my step again. Something in me orange tells me you'll never come in the home. What do you make of that one? I mean, it it sounds good at points, but they're having a hard time. I guess they're still, this is the early stages of this technology. Yeah, well, he does another one. That's, this is Kanye singing um, Luke's Country Boy. That sounds better. You're gonna want to hang on because I've got I've got a song that AI has that's uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump on the same song. Oh, nice. Um, but before that, would you like to hear 
Frank Sinatra sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, please. All artificial intelligence. I see a little silhouette of a mask and a moose and a moose. Will you do the pandango, thunderbolt and lightning? Very, very frightening me. Galileo, Galileo. That's pretty good, right? Now remember, this is not a person singing. This is a computer that mimics human speech and so, uh, singing. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, I know they can save lives with this stuff, but I'm just as excited about this stuff. All right, finally, um, would you like to hear Donald Trump and Joe Biden sing a song together? Oh, so uh, even they're even getting along. The two AI versions are getting along. Yeah, the AI guys like wow, each other. Wow, okay. Well, let's All hear right, it. This is Sultans of Swing. Uh, Donald Trump starts. Politician, get of a place. But the honks, they blow in that sound. It's all right. Is it? It's, a, it's not quite there. That right? one's iffy at best. Way on down south. Now, who's that supposed to be? That's Donald. Way on down south. Town. I'll get to the uh, Joe Biden part. He doesn't want to make a cry or sing. Just an old guitar and is all he can't fall. When he heads up under the lights to play his lead. Harry doesn't mind. He doesn't. Need it's not terrible. That does sound kind of. I like mean, those some guys, right? are amazing and some are right on the edge. Uh, I think probably one of the best ones I've heard so far is this Johnny Cash singing "Barbie Girl." Okay. Hello, I'm not Johnny Cash. <laughs> I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life is plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Undress me everywhere. Guess those guys in Folsom Prison love that song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come yeah. on, Barbie, let's go party. Because I'm in a Barbie world. All right, Ty, enough AI tomfoolery. we got to get uh, going with the uh, bullfight coming yeah. up here at 740. Russell Dickerson in seven minutes on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Russell Dickerson tickets are free right now as we play the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Brought to you by Optimum Complete. Daniel, today, who do we have with us? Uh, we have uh, Teresa. She works at a dentist's office. Teresa, have you ever flossed? Yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, taking on Teresa today is Justin, an electrician. Justin, how are you this morning? Doing pretty good. Uh, can you explain to Ty what wire lube is? Wire lube is a lubricant. <laughs> All right. Have you ever tasted any of that? Never had it in my mouth, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, just not in his mouth, but other places. All right, guys. Listen, enough tomfoolery. <laughs> Let's get down to business. Uh, we're going to play a sports and movies quiz, as you know, that uh, Michael Orr has kind of came out against those twoies made famous by the movie The Blind Side, that movie about football. So I'm going to give you a couple of sports movies, and you'll tell me the sport involved in the movies. Uh, we'll start with you, Teresa, the two movies, Rocky and Cinderella Man. What sport is that about? Boxing. Boxing is correct. Mac, please the bell. Thank you. Uh, Justin, Hoosiers and Space Jam. Basketball. That is also correct. 
Uh, Teresa, the movies Bend It Like Beckham and Victory. Soccer. That is correct. Justin, the Mighty Ducks and Slapshot. Hockey. Hockey is correct. Teresa, Tin Cup and Happy Gilmore. Golf. Correct. Justin, the movies Blades of Glory and I, Tanya. Roller Derby. That is incorrect. That would be about figure skating. Teresa, the movies Kingpin and The Big Lebowski. Bowling. Bowling is correct. Justin, Bull Durham and The Sandlot. Baseball. Baseball is correct. Teresa, final question. Seabiscuit and Secretariat. Horse racing. That is correct. Uh, Justin, no path forward, but we'll see. We'll give you your final question anyway. Nacho Libre and No Holds Barred. Wrestling. Wrestling. And with that, I have Teresa at five, Justin at four. Teresa has defeated Justin in the 98-5, the bullfight. Also, Teresa, you've gotten every single one right. You know what that means, don't you? No. <laughs> uh, if you get every single one right, I must now get down on one knee reach into my pocket and pull out an engagement ring and ask for your hand in marriage. Oh my gosh. I did not know I won that as well. Um, mm -hmm. I have to pass. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mac, don't laugh. She's just turned me down for... For what reason? Are you already uh, with somebody? Um, I'm, I'm actually going through a divorce, so it's not finalized. And I'm I don't want someone right now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I understand. So it's my, not that she has somebody else. She oh, just yeah. does not want you. My heart will go on, I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, sorry about your divorce, uh, unless it's a good divorce. But uh, you can hold on to these tickets, Teresa, or you can give them to Justin. It's completely up to you. Um, I think I'll just give them to Justin. Well, look at that. Wow. Well. That's all you have to say, Justin? Just well. Well, thank you. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. She's like, I think I'll give surprise. it to Justin. And Justin's like, well. well. <laughs> right. I mean, unless he doesn't want him. Justin, uh, would you like these tickets to Russell Dickerson at the River Spirit Casino, or would you like to give them back to Teresa? No, I'll take them. All right. Justin, there you go. He's yeah, a hardworking guy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. You're welcome. Well, look at all that. Uh, Good vibes in the air this morning here on 98.5 The Bull. And your chance tomorrow to win them outright again. Russell Dickerson, 740 on 98.5 The Bull. I will tell you, I feel a genuine support from... 98.5 The Bull, Tiger Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. Oh, my goodness. I've got about uh, three or four texts now from my, my family, I guess, down in Alabama. It's also like 60 degrees down there this morning, uh -huh. 66 or so. And uh, heard from my dad, heard from my mom. It's you get texts from family all over the country because <laughs> no, it's they not so... No, they don't text me about the weather. <laughs> but uh, we're getting a little... It's nice out right now. However, it's going to get brutal again. Ty, it's be brutal. being such a pessimist, That's man. the way I think. If something good's happening, I try to ruin it for myself. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong It is going to get hot again this weekend, but can't we all enjoy the weather and the kids are going back to school? Finally, our fans will be back in the uh, cars with your children. 
Yes. Adults uh, don't like us too much. Yeah, we did kids, uh, uh, research really and uh, people generally hate our show, except for kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe because we have the mind of a eight-year-old. I don't know what it is. Uh, we don't have that. You have that. I'm like, hey, it's really nice outside today. You're like, well, it's going to get hot one day. We're all going to die one day. <laughs> Those Can't you be a little, have a, like a little more of a positive outlook? <laughs> All right, I'll try to. Here, I'm going to try to be positive for a second. Let's, uh, yeah, let's see. I don't think you can get through this without saying something negative. Enjoy it while we can because it's going to get worse. You but today, right off the bat, while today we can. is going to be good. Life is fleeting, guys. <laughs> I mean, this is like doing a show with Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a beautiful day out here, and you're like, oh, well. Not going to be like that forever. <laughs> Sorry. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. There's a positive development I can talk about, Daniel, and that is there's actual medicine you can take to lose weight. Oh, nice. That's good, right? That's positive. You can lose up to 20 pounds in 30 days, and as you like to say, when is the last time you weighed 20 pounds less? But quite some time. It'll be like a time machine, right? Mm-hmm. And your doctor kind of gave you an ultimatum in a sense. He said, listen, Daniel. You can either lose 10 pounds or I got to put you on blood pressure medication. You elected to try to lose the weight. Yeah, because once you get on blood pressure medicine, I don't think you can stop. Like, I don't think you come off of it. So I was like, I think I'll try to lose the 10 pounds. And Red Mountain Weight Loss can get you there. Health reasons, uh, energy reasons, just feeling better about yourself. Red Mm -hmm. Mountain Weight Loss can do it up to 20 pounds in 30 days. And you never have to leave your house. It's totally anonymous. You talk to a doctor. They can mail the package to your house if you get medicine. So it's real easy like that. And people will be like, wow, what happened to you? And it was Red Mountain Weight Loss. People say, wow? Wow. Oh, I like that. I need to steal that. Wow. Wow. And all you got to do is dial pound 250 keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Wow. Pound 250 keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Daniel, you worked at uh, Dairy Queen when you were younger, so you have great sympathy, even empathy for people that work those jobs. A lot of people, you know, get on fast food workers and stuff, but you saw it from the other side, and you have great sympathy for these people. I have great sympathy. I've got great appreciation. I remember during uh, COVID, everybody was, uh, like, calling people heroes and things like that, but I remember... Everything else was shut down. That McDonald's kept going, buddy. Yeah, they did. And uh, I was thinking, I don't think these folks got a lot of credit. I don't know if they got, like, hazard pay or anything like that. But I remember McDonald's was like a... That's where we had to one, eat. Yeah. yeah, a one bit of normalcy that we still had. And I don't remember people, like... And they were going to work. Appreciating the, them too much. Yeah. yeah, the rest of us stayed home and they were at work. Uh, the other day, I go to Reesers and, you know, the guy... The, I have the same kind of empathy with people who push buggies, the carts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I did that for summer after summer after summer, 105 degrees... And part of my job was also going to get the ice out of the walk-in freezers. And so I would go from 105 degrees to like 28 degrees all day long. I'm surprised I'm not dead of pneumonia, to be honest. And uh, I see a lady, and I'm just going to, I'm not mad at anybody, but I'm just going to give you some etiquette here as far as carts go when you use them at the, first off, obviously put your cart back in the little corral. Secondly, if you got a, if all you did was get a loaf of bread, don't take the cart out there. I don't ever see anybody taking the cart out. I saw it the other day. I saw it the other day. Listen, park your cart, carry the bag of bread to your car. Save the kid a trip. You You know know what I'm saying? You know, you should try minding your own business. Oh, I'm empathizing with the kid. You're like that guy. It's like 105 degrees. The guy's pushing 40 carts in. You don't need a buggy for your bread, man. Just take it out. You know? Why don't you think that every place doesn't do like Aldi and do that quarter thing where you got to put it in, and then if you don't return the cart, you don't get your quarter back? I've, I've never seen a cart 
out of place at Aldi because of the quarter system. So when you go to Aldi, you will return it just to get your quarterback? Yeah, man. I go to Aldi just praying to God somebody's left that card out so I can get that quarter. <laughs> oh, because if you return it, you get yeah, a quarter. Yeah, whoever returns it gets the quarter. <laughs> Didn't know that. Good stuff. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Tig and Dano, a lot of us back in school. I saw some schools started today, actually. Uh, Tulsa Public will start tomorrow, and that uh, means my tradition. Uh, from time to time, I'm taking my kid to Daylight Donuts. will start up again. If he's been good at school and stuff, I'll take him to Daylight Donuts. And I go to Daylight Donuts. It's a good donut and everything. He loves it. Sometimes they even dress up the donuts like people from Roblox and whatever, those kids things, you know. Mm -hmm. So they're really smart. They know what they're doing. And uh, I would go in there, and this sweet lady would always give me free donut holes. And I said, this lady likes me. She, she must think my son is adorable. Free donut holes. Because we're the only ones in there. It's super early in the morning when we go into Daylight Donuts. And this lady always hooks me up. I just order a donut. She throws in free donut holes. I couldn't believe it. Then I go in there one day and there's a little line. She's giving everybody free donut holes. I'm a little mad at the donut hole, to be honest with you. Why? Because I felt like if you had a strategy to not eat so much donut would be to get the holes. Turns out, though... You don't have to raise your hand, buddy. Mac is in here with us. It turns out that you end up eating more holes than you do if you ate actual donut. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking, oh, this is like diet, these I, yeah, holes. I'll be counting those calories. I'll be like, okay, one donut is 150 calories? Mm, better not do that. I'm just going to eat about 12 holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna a get, trick. They're going to outfox you. Go they ahead, aren't man. giving you, you free free donut holes. That they just do that every time you order a, a, a certain donut. Like every time I go there, there's free donut holes in my in my donut bag that I order. Yeah, my son, he's here. Um, what, what is he arguing with you about? He's saying they don't give you donut holes, or they do? They, they do, but but I'm like, oh, um, every time I go there, it um. Um, I order a donut, and in the bag that they give me is just, like, three donut holes inside of, a, of the ba bag. That's my point, Mac, is that I thought they were just being nice to us. It turns out they're nice to everybody. I thought we were special, but apparently we're not. Yeah, they're, they're, they uh -oh. just give give it to um to everybody that visits. <laughs> oh, what a nice uh, touching moment here where you tell your little son that y'all aren't special. <laughs> he, this guy probably like thinks he was living the dream over there. He's like, hey, let me tell you this, buddy, you ain't special. <laughs> you. Why, why you gotta be so mean to your son? <laughs> no, I'm teaching him real life. Like we weren't special. Good lord, you're brutal, man. What are you, like an old coal miner. You're like, listen here, son, we ain't special. <laughs> I think let me, yeah, go ahead. I think what your dad is trying to do here, Mac, and you can see if you agree with this or not. I feel like he keeps name dropping daylight donuts so that when y'all go, they will put more holes in the bag. Do you think that could be true? No. Oh, he's back on his iPad. All right. <laughs> I, I see what you yes. just no. like father like son, both of you guys. Terrible on the air. Ty and Daniel on 985 the Bull. Well, you know, it's not terrible, Daniel. It's getting more money than your car is even worth. How about that? Do you know how many donut holes you could get for $150 over uh, Kelly Blue Book? $1,500. What did I say? $150. Oh, God. I'm not so good with decimals. $1,500. I did That's the right. math. How many donut holes could you get? All of them. Infinity. <laughs> every donut <laughs> Infinity hole every donut made, holes. Made, yeah. With $1,500 that you get extra when you sell your car to Jackie Cooper Nissan or even trade it in. And if you trade it in, you can turn that around and use that $1,500 extra towards your trade-in for a brand-new Rogue at 0% at Jackie Cooper Nissan. Do you know that um, I'm, like, right in a sweet spot? I, I got a, 
vehicle from like 2014. I looked up my Kelly Blue Book. It's still worth about ten thousand dollars. I could take there and get an additional fifteen hundred dollars. I should be getting five hundred dollars. I should be getting a new uh, Nissan. What am I doing? JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. Freezers is home to the widest selection of hand-picked fruits and vegetables that you can find. That's why we are making it easier to eat healthy and live happy by offering exceptional quality produce at new, lower prices. Choose from a variety of hand-picked and carefully chosen produce available only in our local stores. Come shop Reesers so you and the whole family can enjoy fresh, delicious, mouth-watering fruits and vegetables at a price you can sink your teeth into. With better prices and better produce, come taste the difference yourself. Exceptional produce at a price you will love only at Reesers. Not bad, not bad. 83-ish is our high. It's uh, Did You See on 98.5 The Bull, brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park. Daniel, good morning. Uh, it was so nice outside today. I've gotten a text from my mom this morning. i gotten a text from my dad. I mean, dad actually called, and I was like, uh-oh, this ain't good. He's calling during the show, Somebody's but it turns dead. out he was just uh, complimenting the weather down in Alabama, and it's nice here today, too. It was a little uh, taste of fall today, Ty. Did you, uh, when you woke up, did you taste the fall in the air a little bit? Of- I felt it, but I don't want you to make that noise on the radio anymore. Why? It's weird. It's creep. It's weird. It's creep. Yeah. All right. Daniel, what do you do? Is English your second language or your your first? It's my third. Couldn't tell. Uh, Also, Madonna turning 65 today. You were very excited about this, and you were just devastated, just devastated to know that she canceled her her stop in Tulsa. To be honest, I didn't know she was supposed to come. But I guess she uh, postponed it, and now she... She just quit the whole thing. She's not coming to uh, a lot of cities. Yeah, just I think four cities she's not going to make it to. I saw people on Facebook were like, the Madonna show is canceled. People were like, good. <laughs> Although I didn't really know anybody personally that was going to go see Madonna. What did, did she you? do to make people mad? I, it seems like there was something that popped up. She's and... had very strange behavior. Uh, she's gotten really, really strange. I don't know if you see her on Instagram or TikTok. She's gotten so much work done. She's, you know, if, there's a certain line where people, if they get a lot of plastic surgery... Eventually, they will start to look like a cat. Have you seen people like this? I've seen cat-ish people, yeah. You're starting to look like a cat. I'm not trying to be mean, but you ever do it, you start to look like a kitty cat. And then um, I think there was a concert or two where she was an hour and a half late. Mm. It just rubbed people the wrong way, you know what I'm saying? She's always been wacky. Uh, speaking of concerts, you see, who's going to be out at uh, TU tonight? It's like Motley Crue, Alice Cooper. First concert there in 30 years. What great weather for it, by the way. So, yeah, I mean, TU, you live kind of close to TU, Daniel. I bet if you go out on your porch, you could enjoy the uh, music for free. Uh, yeah, there's going to be some people watching there, old Motley Crue. The, uh, the last band to play there in 1990 at TU was... New Kids on the Block. I bet that was crazy. I bet that was absolute insanity. I remember uh, everybody going nuts. I was so jealous of New Kids on the Block because I was also a young man, and mm-hmm. nobody's looking at me. They're just looking at those New Kids on the Block. Did you have their telephone? Did I have their telephone? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? The New Kids on the Block telephone? No. Did you? No. You did? <laughs> You're kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, how about this? You try to be manly, but uh, here's a guy in North Carolina. who's on his front porch grabbing a bag of bird food when a, a mouse jumped up, clung onto his shirt. Here's how he reacted. <laughs> you hear his wife like, what happened? What happened? Do you know that I imagine your wife would laugh at you so hard, Tyg, if a mouse jumped onto you and you reacted like that? I don't think you'd ever hear the end of it. Well, that's a natural way to react. I don't even, I almost feel bad for the guy. I mean, you're kind of making fun of him, but well, how would you react? 
I think you I would, would just handle be like, it a shoot, little shoot, bit shoot. better. No, you'd freak. I don't think I would. Daniel's the only person I know that when I'm in the car with him and somebody pulls out in front of us, like most of us just put on the brakes and, oh, oh that was close. Daniel actively screams. He goes, ah! That's a battle cry. It's like, ah! <laughs> oh, it's a man cry. Okay. Right. Uh, I don't know what it is about wives liking to see their husbands in these kind of moments. I remember once my dad was uh, fishing at the creek when my parents were married, and he was kind of like trying to find a good spot, and he stood on a spot where the ground beneath him gave way, and he fell into the creek. My mom laughed uh, so hysterically, he got mad, didn't talk to her for about two weeks. <laughs> True story. That's the way it How goes. How are you going to get mad at somebody for laughing when you fall into the creek? Is that what left? Daniel, I was so mad at you the other day that I considered driving to your house, knocking on the door and tackling you. Because I've done that before. Do you remember uh, 15 years ago, I knocked on your door and you opened it and I just went right for your throat and we started uh, fighting? Yeah, you tried to choke me, yes. Yes, and your girlfriend, we're such manly men that your girlfriend at the time, we, we were fighting two straight minutes where I was grabbing your neck, you were grabbing mine, and she didn't even know we were fighting. Well, she first we of all, like, no, I don't, I don't try to strangle people if I'm having a fight with my buddy. I wouldn't even hit you in the face because, like, I don't want to hurt this guy. Hit him in the face or anything like that. You tried to murder me. Anyway, yeah. what, you almost made a huge mistake and came to my house and did what? I almost knocked on your door and came for your throat again. For what? Because uh, we couldn't find that stupid remote. And Daniel's been talking on the radio. He said, how funny would it be if you go to somebody's <laughs> dinner party and you, when you leave, you take their remote. Just put it in your pocket. These people, it's going to drive them crazy because they're going to be looking for the remote all weekend, pulling the couch cushions out. You know, looking in the mantle, looking under the fire, whatever. And I could not find that remote no matter what. And I started thinking. I started going. I was Perry Mason. I was like, hmm, now where would this? Oh, Daniel was over here earlier when he dropped my kid off. I wonder if that rat B took that remote like he's always threatened to do. Because what a terrible thing to do to somebody, by the way. You go to a dinner party, and you think it's funny, and you're like, ah, ha, ha, I took the remote. Meanwhile, it'll make the people insane because they cannot use their television. Yeah. And they don't know where the remote is. I mean, it's at your house. But you... And so I started thinking, I was like Sherlock Holmes. I, I'm like, this remote, I cannot find it. And I'm looking in weird places. I'm looking in the freezer. Like, you know how every now and then you do something really weird like that? I'm tearing the house apart. I've, I've ruined two or three hours of the weekend looking for the stupid remote. And then I, ding, light bulb, Daniel was over here. He's always said he's going to take a remote when he leaves. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, yeah, I was going to drive over there, and I was going to strangle you. Where was the remote? It was in my son's room. <laughs> See, I've only hidden your remote from you one time, and I did it while your son was in there with me. And I thought, well, this guy's seven. He'll tell his dad where the remote is. Well, he forgets that I hit it. I hit it, like, on, like, the light fixture above your dining room table. Like, it's yes. a, almost like a chandelier-looking thing. You can clearly see it, but you wouldn't think to look there. You wouldn't there. think to look at the ceiling to look for a remote So control. I was with him, and I hid the remote up there, thinking that your son would tell you, well, this guy, he forgets. <laughs> and he's looking around the house with you, trying to find this remote. It was hidden in plain sight. I must say, I must confess, uh, you know, Caden was in town a couple of weeks ago. That's... Uh, I used to date this lady in Nashville, and her son, we've remained close after all these years, but he came to visit, and a little taste of my own medicine. He hid the remote from me before he left. <laughs> good for him. No, not good for him. <laughs> I was uh, furious because <laughs> I texted him, and I was like, hey, man, where's that remote? He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> turned out he had hidden it from me. He just put it under a chair or something in the living room. How long and, did it uh, take before he told you? It didn't take long, thank God. 
maybe like an hour or so, but mm -hmm. had I had to go, I mean, it will ruin your life if you can't find your television in your living room. Well, that's a little prank you can pull, according to Daniel. Uh, go to only, a dinner party or something, take that remote and just leave. Only to your very worst enemy. In fact, I don't even think I would do that to my worst enemy. Oh, what, I would to my worst enemy. What are the rules enemy? of engagement if there's a war? What's that called? The rules of war? Yeah, don't they have like certain rules? Yeah, there where, are like, things this you, is you're not much. supposed to yeah. use. You're not supposed to use napalm and things. They should put napalm. Don't hide the enemy's remote. <laughs> I'd rather be napalmed, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Well, Daniel, I did get some exercise looking for that remote, at least. I mean, I was busting my tail as I was thinking about how I would strangle you. Looking all over the house. Don't, don't come to my house trying to choke me no more. I got a dog now. That dog would eat you alive if you put your hands Not on it. Not if I pet him. I got, I'll bring a treat. You'll be the treat. But I, I did, uh, I got a lot of steps in that day looking for that remote, which is good because mm -hmm. it helps you lose weight. But if you've been doing all that and you still can't lose weight, Red Mountain Weight Loss is there for you, Daniel. Yes, it's fly. medication you can take. Our metabolism slow, and that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. And remember, there's a lot of people out there that used to be like a rail. My wife does this. She'll look at pictures of herself when she was 23, and she goes, I thought I was fat back then. Isn't it funny how, you you know, you look at pictures and you go, I wasn't that bad back then, you even never, though at the time yeah, you thought you were bad. You never yeah. appreciate it, but if you lost up to 20 pounds in 30 days, you would appreciate that. And you'd look at the mirror and you go, hey, job well done. Yes, and uh, you're going to feel better, you're going to have more energy, and it's healthier, too. Red Mountain Weight Loss can help you lose up to 20 pounds in 30 days, and you can get started with them right now. It's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Daniel is the worst driver. I mean... You're the worst driver, probably not in history or in the world, but you're the worst driver I personally know. Um, I don't know of a worse driver personally. And it's so bad that sometimes at work, Daniel will call me, and I'll, I'm like, why is Daniel calling me? We're both at work. And he'll say something like, hey, can you come help me back out my car? Because mm -hmm. you cannot drive. There's something. You ever seen those videos of the Taliban in <laughs> Afghanistan where they're, they got like 10 dudes in the back of a pickup truck, and they got rockets and stuff, but it's a Toyota? Mm -hmm. And it's all like bullet hold and it's all bent that's your car because you run into everything well i let me just say though uh me admitting that i'm a bad driver makes me a good driver it's people like you that think you're some kind of professional driver that are the bad drivers you're very aggressive you get angry you let uh your temper get the best of you and you'll honk the horn and speed up and i don't do all that i take it easy buddy so me admitting that I'm not the best driver in the world makes me a very good driver. Okay, well, I see your point. It, like, the worst drivers would be the ones who think they're good but aren't good. Yeah. You admit every, that you're bad. You think everybody else on the road is an idiot. They are. According to you, that's what you think. Yes. Me, I'm like, I'm probably the worst one out here, so well, I'm going to be extra careful. You drive like, you know, like you're Red Baron or whatever. <laughs> Well, I was gonna I was gonna fess up to something, Daniel. Uh oh, what'd you do? So anyway, I'm making fun of your car because it looks like it had been to Afghanistan and back because mm -hmm. it's all dented up and it's all messed up. And uh, yesterday, my son and I we go to play some golf, and on the way back, you know how tight these streets? I swear these streets around here are so tight. What's that one street that's very narrow? Um, like I live off South Lewis, and I even feel like Is, that's, that's very the narrow. One, yeah. Um, you know, it's four lanes, but I mean these lanes, I swear, are less. Less wide than normal lanes. I know exactly, you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly where you're talking about because um, you feel like you're, you're either going to have to hit the curb or the car next to you. That's exactly what I feel. Right. And especially when a big boy gets up next to you, like one of these Escalades, then I get real nervous because you're right. You have a decision to make. 
do I prefer to hit the car or do I prefer to hit the curb? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are on their phones, and they're not exactly, they're kind of going an inch or two right, an inch or two left. And yesterday we're on uh, South Lewis, and I'm trying to pay attention. But for some reason, I get anxiety driving down this road because I'm just surrounded. I've got the curb on the right and the car on the left, and I made the decision to hit the curb. <laughs> and, boy, <laughs> boy, I hit that curb so bad that what I, I thought it probably flattened my tire. And you drive a Nissan Maxima, so just to paint the picture here, this is not some big giant truck no, made no, no. for off-roading. This, this is, is a, not supposed to hit a curb. Right. <laughs> and I get home, and I go, and I'm checking my air pressure because I go, this thing has got to be popped. And it wasn't luckily, but the rim on the car is all messed up. Oh, man. No. I mean, I hit this thing so hard, but I get that anxiety out there. And remember a lady from a, an um, auto insurance company called us, and she said that um, if you hit that curb and you call them and you say, the reason I hit the curb was a car was coming at me, they go, well, that's on you. And she actually said, and I'm not recommending this, she said it's better if you let the car hit you than to hit the curb. Remember, her logic was, if you hit the curb, you can't prove that somebody forced you off the road. However, if you hold your ground and that person hits you, then you've got a case to make. Does that make sense? No, don't ever. Always hit I'm the curb when you hit a car. You do that. Well, would I just tell people to do no, that? That's you what she said. That's what she told us. I'm report. I'm just the messenger. Well, unrep- uh, don't report that anymore. That's crazy. Well, that's what she said. Okay, don't get mad at me. But South Lewis, <laughs> at least, like at least extend it like an inch or something because it is so tight over there. I think I hit the curb a little bit with your wife in the car one day, and this is this is a scared lady when she's in the car. Well, with the me driving, she yelled at me. <laughs> she did? Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> I don't like all that. Yelled out. I ain't going to get married if your wife yells at you yeah. when you're driving. Yelled at by somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, uh, we ain't married. You can't, can't yell at me. At me. <laughs>